This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The Matchball 30 sponsored by Calidus, leading consultants in health and safety, project management, asset management, environmental services and training. Visit wearecalidus.com for more information. The Matchball. Welcome to the Matchball 30. Dan, Michael and Moscow as we... Go through the 1991-1992 season, battle for the championship and a chance for Leeds United to go five points clear at the top of Division 1 today. Did we take it? No, of course we didn't. We knackered it up. We're doing a match ball 30 um, on the 30th anniversary of each game. Today we are playing QPR uh, away, March the 11th. And uh, Man United were playing their League Cup semi-final second leg. So they're still bogged down in the cup competitions, which is why we got out of them early, obviously. Very wise choice. Good tactical move so we could secure the league title. But it's not going to happen, is it? Because we got pumped and it all fell apart. How are you feeling, Michael? Yeah, we've blown it. We have, haven't we? We've blown it again. Do you think the injury problems are maybe mounting up again? And we'll run through the sides uh, as well and, and just... Um, you can see how this is starting to bite a little bit. Because we've got Lukic in goal. John Newsom um, is number two now because Mel's out. Mike Whitlow is at left back because um, Dorigo is still injured. He's just been crowned the York Supporters Club Player of the Year as well, the York branch of the Supporters Club. Then we've got points out as well that Whitlow is also injured, but he's playing. Right, yes. Just saying. So, like these soft Australians. So who's the better man? Yes. Um, Batty, Fairclough, White, Strachan, Rod Wallace, Lee Chapman, McAllister and Speed with Cantona on the bench with young lad. This uh, Is he a fullback, this kid, Simon Grayson? Yeah, he's, he's played before, but not for a long time. Yeah, it can be in a sort of fullback, and you can do a job in midfield as well. Um, or at least he has done for the reserves, so he's got a bit of, uh, you can cover a few spots. Lovely thick head of hair on him. Ah, cool. QPR's lineup. Stashkal in gold, Jan Stashkal. Communist. I mean, the rest of them might be by now if he's been spreading his poison in the dressing room. Um, Clive Wilson, David Bardsley, Darren Peacock. I, I think Darren Peacock's hair will exclude him from being a communist. I think, yeah. he's, uh, I think he's, he needs the hair product. Um, Alan McDonald, Andy Impey, Ian Holloway, Andy Sinton, Ray Wilkins. Uh, fine head of hair? Not so much. No. Uh, Les Ferdinand and Bradley Allen making up the 11. Uh, Simon Barker on the bench. Jerry Francis, the manager of QPR. A dreadful head of hair. Yes. So um, Roy Vegerly, who caused us trouble last season, he's been sold to Blackburn, who are in the second division, for a million pounds. That's steel money, isn't it? Corrupting the league. Mm. Kenny Daglish in charge. Interesting sale they do, but yeah, a million pounds in the second division. 
big spend. They're committed to getting up, aren't they? Um, so yeah, Man United are playing Middlesbrough, Rumbelow's Cup. Five-point gap, the chance to um, to go clear at the top, but we would have played, well, we have played three games more, but unfortunately we've left the door wide open for them to, to take this. I mean, we'll do the table towards the end of the show, but essentially, as you can know if you listened to last time, two-point gap, they've now got three games in hand. This was an absolutely golden opportunity and we totally leaded it in. Started all right, didn't it? Lovely header from Gary Speed. He's very good in the air still, isn't he? That's one thing we can cling to. I mean, maybe we underestimate QPR a bit because they did win at Old Trafford earlier in the season. They beat Man City 4-0 last time and only one defeat in 15 prior to this. Nine draws, though. That's the thing. They're tough to beat, but um, we shouldn't be losing to them to this extent. Hmm. Lose we did. And our standing fullbacks, I don't think either of them covered themselves in glory. Well... Newsom probably in particular. Whitlow did his manful best. I mean, Newsom he did get a good assist for this for the first goal that we have. He obviously is um, kind of to be brushed over. But we conceded four afterwards, but it's a it's a very Mel Sterling like cross. Mm. Is this from uh, from deep into the the right sort of area? And he just sort of chipped it, didn't he? He kind of picked it up, sort of right midfield, halfway inside their half, and just lofted it beautifully towards the penalty spot. And speed we've seen a few times now when he's arriving from the left at pace, he's he's pretty much impossible to stop because he gets a real run on people and he's. Mm. Uh, it's a very good header, is this? It is, and um, Stacecal went the right way, but just couldn't get anywhere near it. It went into the, uh, well, Stacecal's bottom left-hand corner, bottom right as we look at it. So it's all going so well. Ten minutes on the clock, 1-0. Should we stop there? Should have done, shouldn't we? Could have made it too. Chapman had a chance, but um, that wasn't to be, and then it, it started kind of falling apart. Mm. Yeah, it's not good from a corner, is it? And Wallace um, had to sit out for eight minutes because he got a bang on the head, and he's off having that fixed up. And he was doing really, really well in that first portion of the game. But by the time he comes back on, it's bloody 1-1, isn't it? So the man advantage. Is this unethical, them <laughs> taking advantage of our, our handicap here? Well, I'm sure Whitlow wouldn't have gone off, would he, for eight minutes? What was what was Wallace even doing? Having, having stitches or something, bandages? He's, he's not even got that big of a head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I'm not sure we're in truth. I'm not sure Wallace would have made any difference for this corner. It's, um, it's very unlike us, the way we defend it. Really we, poor. It, I mean, it bounces in the middle, doesn't it? And it, I don't even know it hits. It, it, there's Whitlow and White and someone else in there and it it just sort of flops around the box. Pinball, no one, pinball vibes, wasn't no it? No one getting yeah. it. And by, by the time it drops to someone, it's Les Ferdinand and he, he can't really miss. Just toe yeah. ends it into an open net, doesn't he? And he's not the player that you want. If you're going to leave the ball bouncing about, make sure that Les Ferdinand is not within like 10 yards of it because this is just what he does. He scores loads of goals. You could argue this is probably one of the sloppiest, if not the sloppiest goal that we've conceded all season, I think. It's the, it's the goal that a shit team concedes, is this? And I didn't think we were. No. But, but maybe we, but maybe it turns out we actually are. Oh, well, the dream's died given, now, hasn't it? But even after that, we you know, we had chances to get back in it. There's um, McAllister's put the wrong goal by Strachan and, and knackers it up and then Speed puts a header just wide. Um, and then, then Ray Wilkins, the young man, Take control of it for QPR. It's annoying, isn't it? Seeing an old, bald man do this. But it is, it's a really good ball, yeah. Into the second half, 63 minutes on the clock. And Wilkins is well, he's quite a way out, isn't he? But it's just really, really nicely measured. It's a bit like a golf shot. Pops it into the channel. Yeah, his value to um, QPR in, is sort of clear in these two goals. That he doesn't run much, but his ability to sort of pick a pass and play it just undoes us both times. This is probably the most uh, difficult one because he plays it for a long way back and you think almost, it's almost like he's pinged it out for a goal kick but then you realise Bradley Allen who we played against his cousin last week was playing for Spurs, Paul and then he has 
Bradley, the brother of Clive. It's all like it's a cockney conspiracy. And um, yeah, he gets there ahead of um, Lukic and somehow, I don't know how he manages to get it in from the angle he ends up at. It is a ridiculously good finish. I mean, we've not mentioned, I think, is it, is it White or Fairclough is... He's, he's kind of, I think it's White he's kind of running behind him hasn't he and he's, he's just got on the wrong side But yeah, well, he's kind of come from all the way over on the left and ghosted past both of them hasn't he but by the time he takes his first touch you think oh well he's, he's already too wide here and then his touch takes it wider still and you think Luke he's just probably done enough but it's um, and particularly with players covering back on back, back to cover on the line you think he's probably not going to be able to squeeze it in but, but he does and it's cheating Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And then it's 3-1 a minute later, and bollocks. <laughs> it, this was pathetic, wasn't it? I mean, we gift them the ball in the first place, trying to pass it out of defense, and then it appears we've cleared half cleared it a few times. By the time it gets to Fairclough nodding it to them again on the edge of the box, you just think... Does somebody boot it? Just someone... Can we just stop giving them giving them the ball here? Because the way particularly... I mean, he's, there's no pace on it and he's he's just trying his best to get rid of it. But when Fairclough tries to head it clear, it's basically a perfect pass and then he just slides it into... Uh, it's, some, it's Wilkins again. Yeah, so they just slides it in on the left, in, down sort of the left channel and there's the defence has completely fallen apart by this stage and he's, it's a, quite an easy finish. It's mm. where Wilkins' value I was just talking about really shines this is probably less difficult than the previous one but better executed and probably more surprising because ball's pinging around so much nobody's doing anything with it but then he plays an absolutely just perfect pass mm. takes Sinton's. all the pace out of it yeah and puts it where because Sinton's sort of on the edge of the area but the way that the pass goes from Wilkins is like no you're not hitting it from there I'm going to put the ball you run to it that's where you should hit it from and it's the absolutely perfect place to shoot across Lukic into the bottom corner. It's mm. sickening. 3-1, yeah. And then, well, it's time for Leeds to roll the dice, isn't it? And this is where Cantona comes on for McAllister uh, with 70 minutes on the watch. Doesn't change out, though, does it? Sadly. No, not a game you could get particularly involved in. And giving away fourth is just, just adds to the complete misery of the day. And it turns into outright catastrophe. Well, with seven minutes to go, 4-1, which is, is a proper hammering, isn't it? 
in the end. And again, we've we've given the ball away in attack. How many how many times are we going to shoot ourselves in the foot in this game? And then it's just a long ball over the top to to Sinton. He's outrun White. And the whole way you're watching it, going, just let him score. Yeah. Don't foul him. Man. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it, Chris. Yeah. You're gonna get. This is a red card this season. Don't yeah. do it. And he, do, he just, he, <laughs> I mean, it's so blatantly obvious, isn't he? Just reaches out and just tugs him, and then Sinton's well pissed off because he goes down, thinking, "You cheating bastard!" If you're gonna bring him down, make sure you do it at least outside the box, so they don't get a penalty and you get sent off. But, but to no. be fair, the, the speed of it though, he didn't really have a choice to do. It's like, well, it's the, <laughs> it's the, quick, le- it? the least worst option there under the circumstances. Well, he's got John Lukic there, and you just say, "Well, John." Try and save it. And if you can't, what's the difference between 3-1 and 4-1? Whereas as it is, he's going to be out for, what, a couple of games now, probably? Well, that's, yeah, it is a red card. It's that professional foul rule they've brought in. He's off. So there's a huge knock-on effect because, like I say, the game was lost anyway, wasn't it? So just let him score. Gary, I mean, Gary Speed can't play left-back and central defence, can he? That's the thing. We're running out of players. Can Tony Agana play centre-back? Is that going to work? No, it's not, is it? Do you think we deserve to lose? I mean, like the, the stats tell... A story with this, don't they? Five shots on target that we had to their 11. Poor showing, really, considering we're going for the league title. You have to say, like, they have to be massive favourites for it now. It's absolutely crushing this defeat. Wilkinson afterwards, I don't know if this is mind games, but he's not really talking about scum. His his main concern was that Liverpool are getting their act together, who at the moment Liverpool are fifth. (laughs) They are fifth, but they do have two games in hand on us as well, but they are 12 points behind. But... um, Liverpool are getting their act together, said Wilkinson, and they do the most silly things, like winning seven games on the trot. When people ask me about the championship, I say I don't know what the outcome will be. I don't see anybody in the league surrendering in any game, apart from Leeds in this one, maybe you should have said, (laughs) and I don't see anything to stop anyone stringing five or six wins together either. Um, He's he's, convinced uh, me we're finishing third, basically, is what he's he's done there. But he's... um, He's pointing out that, you know, we may have injuries, but he's looking at what we do have in the squad. He says, it's important that we bounce back. And I believe we shall. A lot of people at this club, including myself, have a lot of experience in football and we're not upset by setbacks. People like Lukic, Strachan, Sterling, Chapman and McAllister have seen it all, done it all. They know what's needed. And at times like these, their experience and leadership will be a boon to their teammates. It's a big prize they're playing for, the title, and they will give it everything. I have to say he's a bit cooler than most of the fans are because I think there's a, a sort of a broad acceptance now that that's probably it. We're not going to win it from here, are we, with the three games in hand and only two points difference. You can't see Man United not winning at least one of their games in hand. So it's back in, it's to all intents and purposes, back in their hands now, isn't it? They're going to have to hit a bit of relegation form, aren't they, to get us back into this one. But I suppose they didn't see this defeat coming. So No, no. Um, the midweek results then. Arsenal 2-1 against Oldham. These are the Tuesday matches. Notts County 0-0 with Villa and Wimbledon 0-0 with Everton. And then Wednesday for us, um, Coventry 0, Forest 2. Liverpool there, yeah, as, as mentioned by Wilco, beat West Ham 1-0. Luton 0-0 with Spurs. Norwich City 0, Chelsea 1. And Sheffield Derby, we had Sheffield Wednesday 1, Sheffield United 3, which that's probably going to bruise a little bit because Sheffield United is shit. And Sheffield Wednesday are supposed to be in this title hunt, aren't they? Sheffield United not shit anymore. We're at the start of the season, up to 15th now, amazingly. Wilco's mate's doing all right there. Mm. Southampton 1-0 against Palace leaves it. Uh, yeah, at the bottom, your bottom three teams are West Ham, Notts County, Luton, with Southampton and Coventry just above those three. And then up at the top, you've got us top, played 33, 64 points. Man United played 30, 62 points. Sheffield Wednesday played 32, 54. And then you've got Man City, 32 played and th- uh, 53 points 
on the board. And uh, Liverpool, yeah, down in fifth. They've got 52 points, 31 played. So, mm, mind games from Wilco. Or I mean, clutching at straws. Liverpool do have a bit of history with this. The the season they lost it on the in the last minute to Arsenal, they'd won something daft like seven in a row that season, I think. So I, I guess that's what Wilco is uh, referencing. But do we need to, we don't need to worry about Liverpool, do we? Please say we don't. I think he's he's just trying to say that anything can happen. Can't mm. he? You know, form is one thing, but then just weird stuff happens in the next game that you can't predict and you sort of don't see coming. And anybody, is, I mean, it's a cliche, but anybody can be anybody. And if QPR with their nine draws and one defeat in 15 kind of do have something about them that can cause you a problem and there are better teams in the division than um, than QPR and Scum have to play them as well as we do I mean QPR let's not forget New Year's Day they beat Scum 4-1 as well didn't they well it's a good job that Sheffield United have had an upturn in form anyway because they host Manchester United next so we need a favour from them so we can't count on those dickheads can we really um, as we go back to Ellen Road on Saturday March the 14th and it's Wimbledon which is always a tricky game isn't it you never quite know how that one's going to pan out they're currently 10th kind of middling but they, they can cause upsets can't they so they're not, the, uh, not looking good advantage of it being at Elland Road though so yeah, get away true. from London and uh, try to do something at home well we will reconvene for that one then March the 14th Wimbledon back at Ellen Road we'll speak to you then The March Ball 